because this is, I want to make sure I get it right. Don't don't correct me just yet. Right. If you got to after, I want to see if I got it right. So it's just Sinche. It's very close, Sinchi. Sinchi. Yeah. Oh, shit. All right, well, <laughs> close enough. You can't fault me for that because, you know, I don't know if you got this policy about how to approach names that maybe not so much they're foreign, but they're not domestic either. I see names, I see words sometimes that cause or like have some dormant dyslexia kick in in my brain <laughs> that cross my wires up and I can't even bother. I don't know if you have that approach too. Do you have anything? I don't know. I love, I love seeing a name, like seeing a foreign name and then like just trying to go for it. Just like, mm, I'm going to break down these letters. You know what I mean? How many syllables we going to go with? You know? I love doing that. Um, Actually, it's like. We played a game in my family for a very long time. Whenever like uh, like a telemarketer or somebody would call and they would try to pronounce our last name, like no, 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 no. they would be like, "Oh, I don't. Um, how do you pronounce?" It? I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. You go, go for it, go for it." <laughs> so is is that your last name? Or yeah, is that's that... my last name. Okay, Sinchi. 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 Yeah. yeah, it's Dutch. Oh, Dutch. Okay, I never would have pictured that. Yeah, it's Dutch. It's my dad's family originates from Curacao. So ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, so my full name is Justin Sinchi, but, you know, just go by Just Sinchi. Mm, okay, nice, nice. So that's a good artist name to go by. Is it, is it Just Sinchi you go by? Just Sinchi, yeah. Just Sinchi. Nice. Yeah. Okay, I like it. Well, actually, I was hoping I would have gotten that right, or like mm -hmm. you said, close enough, because I have a, a best friend who's, well, now his wife, then girlfriend. Her last name is Sinchi. Really? So I was like- Is it the same spelling? So, no, no. <laughs> no, no, completely different. No, she's Spanish, so it's completely different. It's a, it's a S I something something whatever, but spelled. Oh wow! And you pronounce it Sinchi, so I was like, oh yeah, that's why I could immediately get it. I thought, yeah, yeah. But I was wrong anyway, so of course, yeah, as wow. I am with most nah, things. That's really dope. <laughs> but thanks for coming through today. This is of course our fuck it brought to you by me. Who this? Of course, on YouTube, YouTube.com backslash Who This Is One. Any podcast and platform you can imagine, I'm there too for the audio version just for your ears. And hopefully your ears are going to be plenty tuned in, you know, hopefully to clean because I need you to make sure you <laughs> hear this man properly, just in chi. Because he's got the voice that, you know, I don't think most can compete with. But on top of that, just thank you, thank you. normally speaking, <laughs> in, in regular combos you'll hear now, he's got a delectable voice that. He used to sing and shows off with, and, you know, that's why this man has to take an Uber everywhere, you know? Hey. He can't be bothered by the train, you know, nah, everything nah, going nah. on down there, the underworld now. Exactly. It's pretty know. much his. Yeah. <laughs> or even buses. I, I got a thing where... Um, I do love a bus, though. I was going to say just that. I love a bus. I love a bus. If I, I make the time for it, I always take the bus instead of the train. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you always have to. You got to make a lot of fucking time for the bus. But, <laughs> you know, like, I leave, like, for going to work in the morning, I... um. I can take the train and get to my job in about 30, let's say maybe even 20 minutes on certain days. Mm -hmm. But if I take the bus, it takes me about 45 minutes to an hour. And I take the, I choose uh, to take the bus in the morning just because, yeah. like, you know, it's just real peaceful. I get to sit there and listen to a podcast or music on my way to work. And then, um, you know, just really relaxing, like, before I, you know, start a, start a day. Because taking a train is just like, I don't know, it's just hell, man. Yeah, you know you gotta watch. You know, like I said, I leave early in the morning, so like, you know, you gotta watch out for people. Like, oh man, this motherfucker gonna try to rob me. I might have to punch him in the face. Oh, he begging. Oh no. Oh, oh he ain't got no mask on. He got COVID. You know, oh he got something worse than COVID. I heard his cough. Like, nah, it's yeah. The train, the train is just yeah. It's too, it's too contained. There's no, I mean, there's train windows, but there ain't no fucking air oh, down there. Yeah, no. You know, there ain't rat farts and shit. Like, I'm good on all that, man. So. No, I like to take the bus. Now, since you're a singer or, I don't know, do you prefer to be called a vocalist or nah, what do you like to go weird. by? Um, nah, vocalist is cool, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a singer or artist. I like the word artist because I produce all my own music. Too. Or is it for you, artiste, since you're some cheap? <laughs> yeah, I take artiste. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, since you mainly use your vocals as, yeah. I'm guessing, your profession or ideally most of your time is taken up by that. Do you have a fancy way of coughing since you brought up, you know, people coughing around you in the train? Do you go, uh -huh, just to clear your throat? Or, or do you have to, like, I actually, actually, try, I actually try not to cough as much. Like, if I if I can help it, I try not to cough and just, like, kind of, like, clear my throat, like, <clears> throat> <laughs> you know, or just, like, 
or do like a vocal sigh or something like that to just try to like clear my throat, you know. So, you know, that's, I get all of that from my vocal coach. Nice. And I know you mentioned your vocal coach. Is yeah, yeah. that by any chance, I forget her name, but the same lady that heads up the voice box? Yes. yes. Okay, so shout outs to her. Yeah, yeah. Kayla Dixon. Kayla Dixon. Uh, Kayla Dixon. Uh, she's a, a... Kayla is everything. She is Miss Hyphenated. She is singer, songwriter, producer, label head, um, mother, um... Oh. She business owner. She owns multiple businesses. She is she's a lot of things. A lot of things that are great. And yeah. I know of the voice box, of course. Besides yourself, yeah. I know about that from you know. Shoutouts to Ivy. Oh, love Ivy. That's Big shoutouts to Ivy. That's my home girl. Yeah, she's awesome. She's talented. Home. She's also you know she's my future baby mother and all that. You know. <laughs> Listen, if you make that happen, I don't blame you, and I'll be jealous because both of your voices combined is going to be a hybrid of like an angel in human form. You know. Shout out to Ivy. Yeah, shout Lovely, out to Ivy. talented, beautiful. Just Always. all the check marks off of her. Yeah. Everything. Probably dropping content right now on social media. <laughs> I need to catch up. That's never a bad thing for yeah. any of us. Always got to catch up. <laughs> also, yeah. I know about Luna. Luna. From the Voice Box. Songwriter. Awesome. Awesome as well. Very talented. Very Love you. Look at, listen very, to everything. Very love Luna too. Um, I know you wouldn't know. Obviously, you're not a manager, but I, I'm guessing you're more in contact with her. Do you know if she has anything coming out soon either? Because I know she was kind of um, like... Um, I'm not sure. Probably, though. Because everybody's always working, so... Well, that's good. Hopefully soon. You know, everybody's always working, you know, so... And then besides Luna, you also got who I had on the past, too, as well. I think I might have known a you from her is... Uh, oh, God, her name slips in mind right now. Um, oh, God. Um, when it rains, it pours. Um, oh, Vita. Vita. Vita got soul. There we go. Vita got soul. Yeah, her Vita, too. Vita got soul. Yeah, she got a show coming up soon. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vita's promoting the show right now, uh, March twenty eighth, I believe. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's good. But look, I'm out here doing promo <laughs> for everybody, man. <laughs> well, funny enough, it is all about you. Yeah, yeah. Since that's the title of something coming up very special pertaining to you soon yes, enough. Yes, yes. Uh, that's a single, All About You Call, that you said about maybe late March, roughly per se? Yeah, late March, probably. Okay, yeah. and that's going to be your first single, you said, right? Um, or uh, official? Yes, first first new single under, um, yeah, first single. Let's just call it that, <laughs> first single. Let's call it that. That's that's a safer way. I don't need people looking at old music. <laughs> oh, are you, are you like, uh, do you have that approach as far as like, this is going to be what you put out? Let's say professionally, everything else is kind of like practice up until that point. Nah, it's just I was um, I've been an artist for a long time. Then I like stopped with my artistry and then came back. Before I didn't use my um, I didn't use my government, so uh, I I use my government name now. Um, so very like if if someone can pull up, I will never tell anybody what my old artist name is. If anybody can ever find any of that shit, yeah. kudos to you. And you probably knew me for over 15 years, um, somewhere around that mark. So, um, yeah. But no, nah, this is this is Just Cinchy's first single. <laughs> which is all about you. And all about you. Thank you again for sending me the demo, oh, yeah, uh, no which problem. I have so far. No problem. I loved it. I like it. And Thank I know you. that basically what I'm getting from it is... Like I told you in response, it's sincere, it's yeah, yeah. heartfelt, it's in-depth, but basically, am I right to assume it's all about really, well, besides you, someone else, not you, you, yeah, yeah. but is it really like, don't mess up a good thing by leaving me because I've been so good to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, it's pretty, uh, it's it's like sincere, but it's also braggadocious as fuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's also braggadocious as fuck. Um. So I didn't even write the song. I probably I wrote like less than one percent of the song. Really? Yeah, I wrote less than one percent. Let's go. Um, shout out to Kayla. Um, so me and Kayla, we were just having a conversation. Um, you know, just having this conversation about where I'm want to go artist wise, mm -hmm. and um, you know, so I just like, you know, I just told her like what I wanted to do, and um, she had this song, and. It resonated with me very well, you know. Like I like mm. it, it was. It was based off of our conversation, and um, yeah, it resonated with me very well. I was like, oh. "All right, thank you." <laughs> and then I produced the track around it, and here we are. 
Okay, so a good part of the song is yours since you produced it at least. Yeah, I produced it, you know, so, but words, words-wise, 99.9999999, Kayla. And I'm very grateful and blessed. Shout to Kayla. Yeah, so she's like, like you described earlier, she does a lot besides the voice box, outside of it too, a mother on top of all things too, also. She's kind of like a do-it-all, pretty much, right? Do-it-all. But is she? Does she work like it sounds like that fast? Like you talked to her, you had that kind of conversation. You just came up with oh, that for it was, you. It was. It was like. Let's say it was like two days. Wow, for the turnaround time for the song. <laughs> yeah, it was like two days. So I just want to like because I always I always respect like the mind state, the mind frame of an artist, like how it works, how it kind of kicks in all of a sudden. So let's say you had the conversation about where you talked about that kind of stuff with her. Yeah. And then she took that with her, maybe not necessarily thought about all that in those two days, but in two days, it just kind of came to her. Then yeah. she came back to you with that. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. It was just like, boom. She's like, I got this. And it was like, and <clears throat> I listened to it and I was like, I, hmm. I'm like, this is it. Goddamn kid. Yeah. I was like, this is it. This is it. This is it right here. Let me, uh, I'm going to build around this shit and I'm going to see if we make it happen. Now, before this song, mm-hmm. did you usually work around that way too? Like maybe lyrics first, production after, or how is it? No- really, all depends, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, so with me, yeah, sometimes like <clears throat> sometimes I'll yeah, sometimes I'll just have like production started, and then it's like, all right, cool, I'm gonna write to this beat or whatever. And then other times, it's um, I'll have like a concept in my head, and concept that I want to work on I write down usually always happens concepts and ideas and shit always happen they always come to me at the worst time like I'm in the shower I gotta get ready to go I don't know do something with my son you know something crazy some so that's why I always keep my phone on me mm. always my voice record game is serious oh, okay you're not one of those you got a lot of voice memos but I'm my guessing voice notes are serious man <laughs> um like I you can make my, an album out of how many oh, voice memos you got? Man, the, the, a whole career is there. <laughs> a whole career. Like, my next, like, 20 years is right there in that phone. Nice. Um, yeah, I don't have to think about anything else um, <laughs> concept-wise. So, yeah, like, concepts and, like, even, like, straight lyrics, straight melodies, I have them just always something in my phone. And then from there, when I'm, like, ready to actually work on something, I'll go sit at the keyboard, um... You know, build some chords or melody around what I whatever I had. And it's never like, and shit changes. Like it'll never be exactly the same way, mm-hmm. like as the voice note. It'll just be like the voice note was what I built off of, and mm-hmm. then once I'm building up the, uh, you know, building up the production around it, mm. then, you know, start to make it happen. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Because go ahead. No, sorry. I was gonna say I, I was always just curious because I know it varies with the person, individual, yeah. like which order goes first or what feels right as far as like you got this idea you want to start with this i had that already maybe putting together kind of thing yeah yeah like i said nah it really just depends on the song depends on the song and how i worked everything out um yeah yeah it really depends though how long did it take you for the production for all about you um i had knocked out the uh it took i came back to it like a lot Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I came back to it a lot. So like maybe one day I work on it and get like the whole full skeleton around it. You know, it's like all right, cool. This is cool. This is cool. But then it's like it's like you have the full thing of it, and it's like it sounds good, but it's not special yet. Mm-hmm. And then I gotta come back. Like I won't. Like I hate working. I'm not the type of person that, like, especially production wise, I hate to work on something for too long. Mm-hmm. So at least in one sitting, like if I worked on a production for like an hour, then it's like, all right, whatever I got in that hour, that's good. Mm-hmm. I'll come back to that shit another day, you know, with a fresh brain. I want to come back to it with fresh ears and fresh ideas. And then when I come back to it, you know, that's why I'm able to knock it out. So all about you, I knocked that out in about, took me about like three or four times. Actually, no, even after recorded the demo, mm-hmm. I went back. And um, did a little something extra with the drums. And, yeah. So is it like every time you went back, you heard something different each time? Yeah, just like different little pockets to do something else, to add something else, to make it stand out a little bit more, to make it a little bit more special. Hmm. You know, it's like, you know, a song is like a baby. You know, you got to dress the baby up. 
you know, that's that's what you got to do with your products, man. Like I, you know, I don't understand the whole sitting knock. I mean, if you could knock everything out in one in one shot, more power to you. But like, you know, sometimes you got to come back, dress it up, you know, put some lotion on that baby. That baby, baby is cute, but the baby's ashy. You know what I mean? Put some lotion on that baby. You know, so. Yeah. But then you got to worry if the baby's ashy because people are going to look at you if it's Yeah, ashy. yeah, exactly. Right. They're they going to judge you if the baby ashy and shit. You know, the baby <laughs> ashy, the baby, oh, the baby, baby diaper's too small. Like, you know what I mean? The baby thighs hanging out the diaper. So, you know, put a better diaper on the baby. You know, stuff like that. Did you ever wonder, um, it always bothered me when, like, obviously there's a certain age when a child should walk, carry yeah. themselves literally. Did it ever bother you if you see a kid that was too grown for the carriage and still getting pushed around? Hey, listen, man. Like the legs something. are dangling outside the front. Let me tell you something, man. <laughs> All right. My son is four, right? Yeah. Depending on where we going, he, he can walk. He can walk and stuff. I would hope he could walk yeah, at four. Yeah, he... he, he <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes, like, like actually this morning, yeah. I had to go take him for a haircut. But, like, he was up kind of late last night. He didn't go to sleep till damn near, like... It was definitely after midnight when really? he fell asleep, and we had I got this haircut appointment for nine a.m. and I'm like, oh, you go early? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, oh, his right? Yeah, for his. Actually, no, I like to go early too. I like to get in, get in and out before it get too crowded. Um, oh, you know what? You're right because when I had hair, yeah, that was the thing to do. Yeah, man, get in, in, get, get in and out, man. Like <laughs> I don't want to be there when everybody else is there. You know, just not my thing anymore. Like I used to like my old barbershop, I used to be going hanging out all damn day and shit. Nah, not no more. I got shit to do. I'm grown. But <laughs> but yeah, nah. For my son, and he he hates haircuts. So like basically the whole time is just him screaming and me holding him while he's getting his haircut. So mm. but yeah, we were like in a. I was in a rush this morning, and I was I looked over at that stroller. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're getting in this shit. Because, cause like, by the time I woke him up, like, about, like, 8.20, and I, I got to get there, it's, like, maybe about, like, 15 minutes away. But I'm mm-hmm. on. if I would have walked him, we'd have been late. And then somebody else would have probably got the slot because people just go into the barbershop waiting for somebody to be late for the appointment. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, nah, I'm not losing this slot. So, yeah, no, nah, I definitely put his big ass in that stroller, <laughs> and we, we got to move. No, no. So, I understand. I understand why, yeah. like... I feel like you don't understand certain things until you actually get put in that position okay. as a parent. And it's like, damn, I got no. I'm going to put him in this stroller. One thing, I was thinking about throwing the stroller out. Like, I'm getting rid of this shit. And that stroller came in handy this morning. So, yeah, nah, I understand it though. But, no, I definitely used to see it from that point of view. Like, that big-ass kid in that stroller, he could be walking. Like, nah, we got to walk, like, eight blocks and we got to be there in, like, five minutes. He can't do this shit. That's... <laughs> You can't do this shit. Parent logic. That makes sense. Yeah, now. man. I'll yeah, have to man. reflect when it's my turn, I guess. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. But funny enough, you bring up, you know, your song, your material, bringing kind of being kind of like your baby or your child. Yeah. That goes hand in hand better with you because now that I learn more about you, you just told me before we started recording, you were actually also an engineer. Yeah. So you're kind of like yeah. your own Mr. Go-To for whatever you need pretty much, right? Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, like, and I really, so I didn't record it. I wasn't a recording engineer on this song. Went to, actually went to a, a studio and had somebody else handle the recording. And, mm-hmm. um, he did a great job. His name is Anthony. Um, he's an engineer over at Stronger Bond Studios. Um, but yeah, did nice. a great job handling everything. And, um, and I got the files. And so, you know, I'm gonna just mix it. Cause I want to, um, I don't know. It's just sometimes, you know, I have a thing where sometimes it's hard to give up something. Mm-hmm. You know, hard to let somebody else handle certain things of, of you know, just something that you're working on because it's your art. Yeah. You yeah. know, and and I also want to be, I want to express something through the mix also, mm-hmm. you know, with the way that it's handled. And, um, yeah, that's just how it, that's just how, at least how I'm going with this song. Next song, next single, next song. Might not care. Send it out to get mixed. I mean, but I'm, I am going to send it to get mastered by someone else. Okay. But yeah. Yeah, because I would think since you're an engineer too, um, I kind of get it though. Like what you said, you can't just trust anybody else with yeah. what's yours, or especially something like this, which is going to be your first technically official single. Yeah, yeah. But as an engineer yourself, would you judge funny if like you know it, it sounded off? 
what he was working on so far or oh, no, I mean I have no problem saying hey uh I might want to um fix this up you know yeah. you, you have to be that way mm. I mean even even like when I'm working on somebody else's stuff mm. I want them to tell me like like you know whatever what what needs to be altered mm. you know like do you like this you like that and then like try to give them some options because you know it's nobody's ever going to like only the artist is going to blame the engineer Mm-hmm. Right, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's 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 the good thing about being in the background. Like you know, if you're in the background, nobody's really blaming you like that. <laughs> or if they are blaming you, still no face to the name, you know. So you know, and it still reflects more so on the artist because it's like the artist, why you ain't say nothing, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, <laughs> it's like why, why you ain't say nothing? Because sometimes there are there are like some some real like pro songs out there, like you know, people are. Major label and sometimes those songs don't sound good. And it's yeah. like, how the hell did this make it through so many people? You know, and this shit doesn't sound great. Like I know, uns- you know, there are people who are unsigned, who indie artists who are making better sounding records than this. So, yeah. you know, you don't want to be that. And how long you been engineering now for? Oh man, roughly the age of me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! For over ten years. Oh, that ain't so bad. That's not yeah. so long. Yeah, over 10 years, yeah. yeah. Compared to some people, it's a long time. Well, you know, we're not all perfect. Yeah. We're getting, <laughs> you're getting there. We're, you know, we can't all. <laughs> not old, but better, you know? Yeah. Just matured, <laughs> feeling good. But also with that, since you, I guess in this case, trusted someone else to engineer or kind of fine-tune the final process of the song, mm-hmm. do you think you would have been able, looking back now, let's say, uh, from the time you produced it, put it together, and sent it off, do you think you would have maybe done something better or different, or you think you made the right decision trusting someone else to do it? Nah, I made the right decision. Made the right decision in the moment. Um, yeah, everything, like, I love the record, and nah. Okay. No no regrets. No regrets on this. <laughs> but no you think regrets. from now on, you, at this point forward, you might be able to do it yourself? Like I said, it all depends. It's all depends. about a feel. It's all about a feel. Sometimes you got to be in the studio for something. Sometimes, you know, for a song where you get a little bit more vulnerable, I might want to do that one at home. <laughs> you know, I might want to record that at home. You know what I mean? But, you know, if it's a, like, you know, nice little feel-good something, you want to be around some people, mm-hmm. you know? This is really all about moods and whatnot. Nice. Well, I know that I got first introduced to you uh, I want to say definitely by Vita when okay. I had her on. All right. Uh, I think we interacted like here and there, like comments, whatever, yeah, and yeah. such too. But my oh. first real intro to you was when you did, um, remind me of the name, if you could, the, the show you did virtually with Vita and everyone else on the line. Oh, the, um, the smoke s- box? Smoke show. Smoke show. Okay. Not smoke box. Sorry. No offense. But, um, <laughs> smoke show. <laughs> but, um, you did that, and you did, was it two or three covers, I think? I uh, did two covers in an original. In an original, okay. Yeah. But the one, oh, God, I'm so bad with names. I am I know I'm older than you, but I'm really bad with names. But um, What's um, Tenderoni? Tenderoni, yeah. Tenderoni. That was the one you yeah, that's owned, started. dominated. Like, I, just, <laughs> I had to sing your praises, but it was legit <laughs> because... Yeah, Tenderoni. Yeah, I never Bobby heard Brown. a version better than the ones you did now. <laughs> I mean, you, even Bobby you. Brown, okay, we get it, like... He thank was fun you. to listen to, but you really owned thank you, that thank version. You. Thank you. How did you, or how do you even come up with a decision to pick like the covers you do or the ones you made me feel more comfortable with? So the funny thing, I'm actually going to see Bobby Brown tonight. I'm going to a new edition concert tonight. Oh, get out of here! Yeah. Oh wow, <laughs> that's actually funny. new edition and Bobby Brown. Yeah, because Bobby Brown, wow. you know, Bobby Brown's part of new edition, so he's actually going to be with them on this. Um, oh no, because I knew story. they were like doing the thing back when. Without yeah, without him. him. Yeah, but now nah, he's it's all all, oh. all the members is going to be on tonight. Um, oh nice. Yeah, so I'm going to that. Um, so it's funny you bring that up. But no, nah, I love that song. Like I'm a lover of I'm a lover of all music, but mm-hmm. like. 80s and 90s R&B is like 80s 90s 2000s and on it's just like that's my like oh like you know that's what I grew up on that's your pocket right yeah yeah that's what I grew up on so like I you know just makes you feel a certain way Mm. you know when you hear like when you hear those songs on the radio like you could just you know you could feel them you know because like it's not it's not all about like being technical in music like people gotta feel you you gotta believe you and say like there's some singers who are some of the best singers in the world, you know. Like they, you know, they they do some technical shit that that no one could ever thought could be that can happen with a voice. But you know, 
people can't feel you, then what you doing this shit for? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people gotta feel your like people gotta feel your art. You know, you gotta have some like some some aspect where people can relate to it. You know? So like you gotta like especially with singing, like it's not just like when I'm in the studio singing, like you know, we feel like, you know, like ugh. getting into the song. Yeah, because it's, it's it's acting too. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like you know, sometimes in the moment, like if you're singing a love song, you might not even really be in love. You know what I mean? Like, especially if you go to a concert, like they're singing, like uh, they're singing a catalog and they're singing about a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. They may not be going through that in the moment, but at that moment when they're singing they gotta you got they gotta feel that shit they gotta go back into the mm-hmm. whatever made them feel that shit when they originally recorded that song and somehow feel it to emote that to the people so because that reminds me so much of the first time i saw chris brown in concert mm-hmm. um i think he wasn't well he was known already but it was like one of those hot 97 presents gotcha upcoming artists <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a long and i never been a fan of chris brown like that i respected mm-hmm. him you yeah. know why not? He was like cool enough to listen to. But yeah. when I saw him perform and I saw like from the first word he dropped from whatever song he started with to when he did Run It to when he did Poppin' to when he did all the songs he did like back in 07, 08. Yeah, he saw him do Poppin' as a song. When he was doing all that <laughs> and he did not stop moving for one second, the footwork with the Tims and full flips and 360 spins yeah. and whatever and still singing on beat and on cue, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm a fan for life. That's yeah. amazing. Even if the songs aren't really up my alley, yeah. and they weren't that old for that time, I'm yeah. talking about like 15, 16 years ago, yeah. it was still like amazing to see that done live like that and without missing the beat. Yeah, yeah. That's what I say. Yeah, the live experience is so important for artists. Um, yeah, like I said, that's when people really get to feel you because, like I said, you can, you can sing all you, you can sing however you want on the record, be technically sound, but like if people ain't really feeling it, yeah. they're not feeling it live and they're not feeling it through the record. And, you know what I mean? You got to go back to square one. Yeah, yeah. You got to go back to square one, especially with like with R&B music. Mm-hmm. Like R&B music is made to be emotional. You know what I mean? We singing love songs. We singing songs about heartbreak, happiness, joy, pain, and shit. So like, so when you singing lust, you know what I mean? Like you, how you gonna sing a sex song without sounding like you really trying to have sex? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like you can't sound sad singing a sex song. Like, you know what I mean? You can't be indifferent. You can't be nonchalant singing singing a love song. Like, yeah, girl, I love you. Like, no, you got you to gotta really emote that shit. Like, you know, you really got to feel that shit in order for people to really feel you if you want to connect with motherfuckers. So, so do you think in that case maybe, call me crazy, but mm-hmm. do you think that's why maybe like Boys and Men, for example, like every one of them was like absurdly talented vocal-wise? Yeah. But then you had the deep ass voice guy. Yeah. Who I think I respect him. I think he might have dealt with cancer at some point too, or something, something like, like that. that. Uh, yeah, I think it was like polio, some some weird shit. Yeah, something, something. something crazy. Yeah. But is that why maybe then because his voice was so goddamn deep like that? Yeah. Maybe he was he wasn't so present on the tracks because like you can never tell what he's feeling. Yeah. With his like vibrato. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he come in. Hey baby, look, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Please go to please, doctor. please forgive me for all the wrong I've done. <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, like with I mean, not even just talk about him, but like, no, nah, but when he was present on them tracks, you felt it. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's like, girl, I'm sorry. Yeah, because my speakers are gonna fall apart with the bass. <laughs> hey, girl, I'm trying to talk to you. Hey, girl, I'm sorry. <laughs> Like damn, he is sorry. <laughs> He's sorry. He, he means it. He means that shit. You know, like yeah, you just gotta find your pocket and just like really emote that shit. Shaq reminds me so much of him whenever he do- he talks, <laughs> <laughs> or whenever he does the videos now, like going all around, like paying for kids stuff and like yeah. donating to them. Hey, tell your mother I want to donate some money to her. <laughs> tell her to come out here now. <laughs> or did you see the one? I don't know. Earlier today, like. They, he was outside the lawn of like some like little white kid's house, uh-huh. and then the little white girl comes running. He's like, "Are you Michael Jordan?" <laughs> but I liked it instead of him getting mad. He's like, "No, I'm better than Michael. My name is Shaq O'Neal." There you go. Respect it. There you go. I would have said the same exact thing. <laughs> Shit, that Michael Jordan. You worry about some Michael Jordan? I'm Shaq. You know what I mean, it ain't true, but shit. No. <laughs> I mean, better breaking the backboard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, but yeah. And he did that like. By accident, right? He was just like so into the moment. Nah, he man, just... he's mad strong, man. Well, he's gigantic too. Yeah, so. you know, when you seven foot one and 
I mean, that was well, he was bringing them back, boys. That was early in his career, so that was before he was like three. What he got when he was on the Lakers, Shaq was huge. Oh, he was yeah. like three seventy or some wild shit like that. And that man was running up and down the court like a gazelle. <laughs> That's a scary human being, That's man. Scary. Yeah. That's a scary human being, man. I've never, I've never, um, I've never met anybody over seven feet. But like I've seen, like I'm six one, but like I've seen people who are like six eight, six nine. It's just like, oh, you, what? Who are you? What? Why are you like this? What did this? I do? Why yeah, you? like you don't fit through doors, bro. Like, so imagine seven one. That's some scary shit. I met Kevin Nash, but he was sitting down, so I couldn't really appreciate oh, like, the height see difference. The height difference. Yeah, yeah no, I would have loved to just to like be like you know. Yeah, that's insane. Strain my neck a little tall. bit. That's yeah. I would never. That seems like a chore. And I mean, sometimes I feel like I'm too tall. Like sometimes I wish I was about like five eight or some shit. Like Adam some, Colson. like yeah, like like I was going back to getting on the bus. Like I get on the bus sometimes, and I'm like, these seats are not made for me. Like, like my knees be touching the seat in front of me. And I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> and that's you being six one. That's yeah, yeah, like yeah. That's giant. Yeah. yeah, that's like I'm. I that's feel a like good I'm height. Like, but... Yeah, it's a good height. You know, so, you know, I could reach you know shelves and shit. You know. We should have that thing hopefully soon enough, like technology wise. I think like Ant Man, like we can adjust our sizes depending on the scenario. See, I would love that shit. Like a little dial. I would love that shit. You know what I mean? Just be like, all right, I'm gonna be six eight right now because I need to, you know, clean the ceiling or some shit. You know what I mean? Then it's like, all right, I'm gonna be like five two so I can get on the train and you know, feel I need to reach the shot glasses. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, my sweatpants so fit. I'm gonna just dial it down a little bit. Yeah, there you go. Make it so smaller, you know. Yeah, exactly. What buying clothes? Yeah, hell yeah, I want to buy these nice ass clothes and make make myself small. You know what made a real big difference for me clothes wise is my friend. I forget which one, but he taught me like the simplest little life hack about mm-hmm. like pant sizes. At least it's just like, at least for sweatpants, I think it works for jeans too. Like you hold it open mm-hmm. and you stick like your forearm in there, and elbow to like finger mm-hmm. is like your waist size roughly. Okay, I know about the whole wrapping around your neck. I never did that one. At least some some chick taught me that, and I felt it was kind of true. <laughs> <laughs> Got a fat neck. <laughs> yeah, thirty eight. Yeah, yeah. Like she had. She, that's how she, every time we we went to um yeah we went to some clothing store and she wrapped her clothes. She wrapped her pants around her neck. She was like, okay, I can wear these. And I was like, what? And she was like, no, nah, no, nah, that's just how it works. And I was like, oh, okay. And then like I did it one time, and I was like. And I, I was like, oh, shit, work. I don't do it all the time. I just did it that one time, you know, when I was alone and shit. And it's like, oh, that shit kind of worked. Yeah. I might have tried the one, but that's the one that worked for me, at least. Like, your whole yeah. forearm in there. Forearm in there. Right. Yeah. That might be it, too. That might be it. Listen, everybody got their own life hacks, man. Hey, whatever works for you. Yeah, yeah. For I mean, sure, for sure. I don't know how you are with clothes shopping, but I guess maybe because I'm a Virgo, I kind of enjoy clothes shopping. I'm not oh, like the male stereotype. Like we go in, we know what we're getting, get it right out. Oh, oh, oh that aspect. I thought you yeah. meant like actually like, yeah, I hate, um, I, yeah, when I go into a store, I know what the fuck I'm getting, hmm. getting in, getting out of there. Um, I think it depends. Cause I know like if I need gloves, I'll just grab the first pair I need. If it's cool, <laughs> I just leave. But if it's like, just, I got free time, it's a Saturday, whatever too. And I'm killing time. I yeah. just go in and get lost. Oh no no no! Definitely not getting lost. I'm trying to be in the store for less than like thirty minutes, <laughs> tops, tops. Trying to be in there less than thirty minutes. I like if I'm going for sneakers or something like that. I know what sneakers. I don't want to look at no other really? sneakers. I'm not. Yeah, nah. I I have no time for for shopping. And then most most of my shopping, like ninety percent of my shopping, is done online anyway at this point mm. in my life. But that's mainly because like due to my mother. Um, my mother was like the shopping queen. Mm. So um, I grew up in Washington Heights, and um, we would come to Harlem on 125th Street, and we would just shop all fucking day. Like, like you know, like shopping was real. Like when I was a kid, like my mother could shop shop. Mm-hmm. Like I'm talking about, like we're gonna shop. Like we start like early afternoon. Let's say about noon, we would start shopping or whatever. Then we go eat, go <laughs> eat like at McDonald's or oh, with all the bags and everything. Yeah, yeah, too. yeah. yeah. And then we would shop more after we eat. And then we go home. And then it's like, that shit turned into like six hours. Like, by the time we got home, it was like 6 p.m. And we started like at 11 or 12. So, like, yeah. Like, that was like at least like once a month, I feel like. Mm. Like, 
Yeah, and it was like, I mean, but my, I mean, my mother, it wasn't just shopping for her. It was like shopping for me, my brother, you know. I don't know. It, just, it felt like she was shopping for other people at times, too. Like, <laughs> who the fuck are you buying this for? Yeah, it was so, that's why I have a lot of PTSD from shopping in stores. Oh, uh, okay. So okay. I can't. I get that. So whenever I go into a store, I'm like, nah, I know what I want. Like, because she was going in there looking at everything. She was going to look in there. And my, like I said, also my mother, she's a haggler. Like, she's going to go in there. <laughs> like, this is the reason why I do go to stores sometimes because I feel like I feel like I I some I do have the gift of gab a little bit, mm-hmm. but she talks way better than me. My mother is the is the queen of talk. She should have had a talk show. Um, but she she go into any store and talk them down. I'm talking about like big establishments. Oh, my, okay. My mother walk you know, like my mother walk in the supermarket, she gonna talk them down on some prices about some shit. Don't know how. Don't know how. That's the talent. Yeah, big talent, big talent. My mother go into, yeah, she probably. I've never seen her go into the Apple store. She don't own the Apple products, <laughs> but I know she can go into the Apple oh, store and I, talk them down. That would be a challenge for her, but it sounds like she can get it done. I think she could get it done. Cause goddamn, even like the students barely get like a hundred dollars off like a new MacBook. If they're yeah, lucky. Nah, I think my mother can talk them down <laughs> somehow, some way. Cause I've seen her talk down some big establishments. Like I've seen her going to Staples. Like that's their motherfucking prices. Like how you gonna talk Staples down on their prices on this computer? Nah, she's done that shit. Wow. You know, like no, nah, she's like, oh no, give me like eighty dollars off because such and such and such. I'm like, what? You gave it to her? Like, man, that shit's crazy. That's yeah. a talented mother. Yeah, very talented. Yeah. Did she um or anyone else in the family besides yourself like? Singer, artist at all? Um, my grandfather. Mm-hmm. My grandfather's um he was a uh was an artist. Mm. And he uh you know, he played instruments and everything. Okay. Yeah. And that's it though. Nobody else in my family. Alright, so you're the only one then. Yeah. For yeah. now at least. Yeah. For now. For now. How's your son doing? Is he showing any inklings towards doing anything of the sorts? Hey, my son likes to bang on. Um <laughs> like I have a I have a djembe drum. He likes to bang on that. He likes to play the keyboard, like touch the keyboard, not play. He like <laughs> he likes to bang on the keyboard. Um he has this um xylophone that he likes to mess around with. Um yeah. Which one's the xylophone? You know the ding 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 ding. You know. Oh, okay. With okay. the little hammer and whatnot. I always think um xylophone. You said right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always think that. I was oh, I always mix it up with the kazoo. The zoop. Oh whatever. yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I'd be damned if I get him a kazoo. <laughs> <laughs> or, or you I get him one of those um, those long thin horns that they use at the soccer games in Europe, like the. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Um, you know, so like, I mean, he shows interest in that way. I don't know if he's, he'll actually ever get serious or anything. You know, um, he touches my guitars and stuff, so mm. I don't let him play because he had he had a little toy guitar that he broke. So it's like, yeah, you're not touching my shit. <laughs> I paid way too much money for mine. So yeah, man. But going back to R and B, you know, you enjoying the '80s, '90s, 2000s sounds of yeah. it or the genre. Do you have any albums that stood out to you at all? Like you go back to often? Um, favorites? Favorite albums? Or maybe it's instead cool. of just favorites, how about like either favorite albums or ones you go back to because they spoke to you, they inspired you? Oh, no, I got favorite albums. Um, Main album, mm-hmm. the main number one album to me, R&B wise, and what changed the sound like stylistically is uh, Bobby Brown. Going back to Bobby Brown. Mm. <laughs> um, Bobby Brown's Don't Be Cruel album. Oh, yes. It's, I love uh, it's It's... Don't be was cruel. It, was it like fucking not eight or nine songs and it's just it's shit hits. Like I feel like everybody always talks about like Thriller. You know, we talk we we talk about not to take you know Michael Jackson's one of the greatest artists of all time. Of course. Yeah. Um, you know, we always talk about like Michael Jackson's off the wall, thriller, bad albums, those three that that's like his trifecta. Even though the bad I mean, Dangerous album is actually really great. I was listening to that again yesterday. That was a really good one too. Yeah, yeah. Especially well, the half that Teddy Riley produced. Then the, the yeah. I'm not really a big <laughs> fan of the um I'm not a big fan of sappy Michael Jackson's the all the big charity songs, the big choir songs. Rest in peace, Michael, but it never yeah. sounded right coming out of him. Yeah, I just I and, and I the songs sound good, I just don't care for it. 
I don't care for the for the big choir songs, you know, the, the heal the world and all that stuff. Like, all right, that's cool. Even <laughs> even though I love it, it's a hit. It's a classic. Uh, remember the times. Oh, even yeah, yeah, that yeah. kind of sounds like a little weird oh, no, come no, out no. of him. Oh no no no! That's 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 <laughs> vocally. I mean, that's some production wise, right the video with Eddie in it and um, that's the greatest. What was her name? The um, um, Aman. Aman, right? Aman. Yeah. yeah. Nah, that's the greatness right there. That's a good part of the album. Um, dangerous album. Um. <laughs> But, nah, I feel like Bobby Brown doesn't get his just due like that. I guess because, you know, like his antics or whatever, being an R&B bad boy, the first R&B bad boy for real, like that. Oh, bad. bad yeah, boy. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but Trouble. like, Don't Be Cruel is a fucking album. That shit is a masterpiece. It's like, beautiful. Album. That shit is <laughs> that shit is a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Started from the intro, the, the instrumental intro, then going into Don't Be Cruel. Mm-hmm. And then my prerogative is... I think that my prerogative, you know how artists have a signature song that defines them? Yeah. He has the greatest signature song of all time. No one else has, no other artist, I feel, has a song that defines them in their career like Bobby Brown does. Mm. My prerogative is him. Yeah. That's, it is him, and no one can take that from him. Other people, I'm no, I think Britney Spears did, did a cover. cover. A terrible cover, I'm sorry. You know, but. I think other people have done covers of it. My prerogative is Bobby Brown. That is who it is, mm-hmm. you know, and you know you just can't take that away from him. That should literally be his word in the dictionary. Yeah, and that should be credit to him for making it like pop culture. Yeah, because yeah. any other case scenario, anybody else, you're right. No one else can make that pop like him. Yeah, because it's such a weird title too for a song. Yeah. My prerogative, but My prerogative. he made it hit. Yeah, it's a fucking hit. And then you go look it up. It's like, oh yeah, that is that is a good way to use that word or something. Yeah. Yeah, when you hear, when you, like, Teddy Riley does his thing on that shit. Like, when you hear that, that oh, the, beat drop, it's When he's going crazy on the synth and everything, yeah. yeah. It's fucking insane. It's an insane song. It just makes you move. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel. Yeah. You know, it makes you feel. It's my prerogative. I, yeah, I love that album. I go back shit. to it often. Yeah, and, very often. <laughs> and at, least, I, at least once a month for me. Okay, that's often. I have, <laughs> I have to. At least once a month. I got to go. I got to run through that shit. <laughs> got to. <laughs> Gotcha. I got I got some albums like that. Like I run through. Mm-hmm. That's one of them. Um, going to New Edition because I said I'm a big New Edition hey. fan. Um, New Edition's Heartbreak album, mm-hmm. and that came out around the same time as Bobby Brown's My Prerogative, and that album, like you know, it just speaks to me. It's the songs, the singles, the everything on it is just like it hits. Mm-hmm. It hits. Um, that's all like Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Mm-hmm. And like I said, those are some of my favorite producers. Um, on the New Edition albums, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis producing like the bulk of it and on the uh on the bobby brown album is teddy riley and also babyface and uh la reed mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so like those five men are like they create they they fostered a sound in the late 80s the early 90s that just had everybody in the fucking chokehold so you know kudos to them like so like yeah, a lot of those albums like that. Those two, those two definitely. Also because I'm going to that concert tonight. <laughs> you know, so but no, I definitely revisit uh, "Don't Be Cruel" album very, very well. Like I said, about once a month at least for like a very long time too. Nice. Like I know that album back and forth. Um, what other albums I go back to? Like, and I'm an album person too. Like mm. I really love listening to full length projects because you know, like if the artist took the time. Well, not everybody takes their time to actually like, try to make a story of the album, but like, especially during that time, that's when they tried to do that. Mm-hmm. So, like, you gotta listen to you gotta listen to the album in full. Oh yeah, the album mattered because it would yeah. take time to put an album together. It Hell wasn't yeah. like now EPs like seventeen of them every Friday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. there's the the demo, the extended cut that comes out the week oh, after too. Man, I love that shit. So I also call, I like vinyl, and yeah. I love buying like a single. Yeah. And then you get the you get the um the album version, you get the single, ver- mm. the radio version, you get the acapella, you get the <laughs> random ass remix by the DJ down the block. Um, <laughs> you get. <laughs> <laughs> so the acapella, the instrumental, the the there's even like a percussapella, like where they just play the drums and the vocals. Um, <laughs> like I love that shit. Yeah, I love that shit so much, and I feel like I I definitely want to do that for one single. Mm-hmm. This wasn't the single. This is not the single to do it for. Yeah, but like for another single, I want to I want to drop it. I want to drop the single like it's a fucking EP, <laughs> and just like album version, radio version. 
Instagram, TikTok version. <laughs> TikTok version gonna be 30 seconds of the goddamn song. You know what I mean? 30 seconds of the song, TikTok version. Yeah, I wanna do that, man. Percussapella, acapella, instrument. Yeah, I wanna drop all that shit. And everybody gonna be like, it's just one song. Yeah, this is how we doing it. I do, yeah, that's that's one idea I have. I wanna do. I just wanna <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> you know what I mean? Those who those who know know, you know. The right people are gonna get it. Gonna be like, they're gonna right people will appreciate some shit like that. You may, you may get someone working on it once the single drops too because they yeah. heard it. You heard they heard you. Hey, put listen, that out I, there. I don't even I don't even care if somebody beats me to it. If somebody beats <laughs> yo. If they t- yo. If you take my idea, I am totally okay with it. But just make sure that the song is fucking fire. Yeah, that's essential. Yeah, don't disrespect yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't do it for a wax song. Do it for a song that fucking hits. I would think Batman would at least eat a pussy for like. You know, he's probably mathematically deuced in his head, so he's like, hmm, if I do seven to ten minutes approximately of uh, Kungalingus on Selena, whatever the fucking name is, you know, aka Catwoman, that might subdue her enough for the time being at five, ten minutes of uh, wet pussy juice uh, dripping down the side of her thighs, I might be able to get away and, you know, go back to the back cave, whatever the fuck to, and then she might just give up for that night at least, robbing the bank. Or robbing a jewelry store or something. And maybe she'll leave it for tomorrow. She'll be so worn out from fucking her thighs trembling as my tongue blah, 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 goes back and forth like a goddamn uh, chameleon iguana. Lizard of choice, whatever. Name insert here, whatever, too. I don't know. But, and also Batman doesn't have a beard. He's got like a very rugged, defined, chiseled jawline. So, does the chin help when eating pussy? I'll be sure is an effect album. Also mm. from that time period, fucking um dope. This was the, the producer's name is Kyle West. I don't really Sounds know, familiar. I don't really know too many records that he's done, but that album is fire as fuck. I gotta um, listen to that one then. Yeah, listen to in effect. It's in effect mode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll be sure in effect mode and like it's just a really dope album, at least to me. Um, <laughs> Some people might I might lose some people with that one. Um no, like I'm really like a fiend for that era. Uh who else, who else, who else, who else? Offhand. Offhand. Um I could go into Del Biff DeVoe's first album, uh Poison oh, yeah. album. That shit is listen, my sister we had the tape and it was a white tape. That's like I'll never forget it. It was a white tape and we ran that shit to the ground. That's a dope ass album. That's um, good. Yeah, that's a dope ass album. Production wise, that's a crazy album. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Production wise, what like especially the things they were doing in hip hop around that time, like mm. it was unheard of. It was you know it just wasn't happening at that time. And then like uh, I think the Bomb Squad was on that, right? Yeah, yeah, Bomb Squad. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But he had a bunch. Of I love them. What, what they was doing with the first what three, four Public Enemy albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those shit. Those albums are kind of crazy. Yeah, <laughs> those albums are crazy. Sample wise, sam- I don't know if they would. That's sampling because they yeah. made a whole new thing out of samples, which no one yeah. else is gonna think of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sampling that they were doing back then, like you know, like I sample beats for like you know what I do for content for beat flips and shit. But you know, those samples I try to do is like I don't get too intricate mm-hmm. because I'm like this is gonna be a thirty second video. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be a thirty second video. I just want some shit that's gonna get the people moving. Mm-hmm. But like what they were doing with samples, how they flip samples, and yeah, I love I love like looking at videos on YouTube on how um, like a lot of hip hop producers like how they flip samples and stuff. Like that is my shit. Like like bro, you reversed it. Like what? Like you chopped the most insignificant part of a song, found a loop in that insignificant part, and then you reversed it, or you did some other weird shit, mm-hmm. and then modulated the sound, and then now that's the sound that we hear on the track. Like I love shit like that. Or like um, I'm sure you've seen it since you're a producer and everything mm-hmm. too. The um, that old clip on YouTube of Kanye doing that one thing for uh, what was that group from Chicago? Um, fuck, I forget their names, but he did a sample. I forget the name of the record, everything, but it's on YouTube, and I think it's on one of those QD3 hip hop DVDs. Okay. Where he chopped up a vinyl sample, mm-hmm. sped it up to the chipmunk sound he used to have back when. Yeah. But he did it on this one specific keyboard. I used to give him like sixty-four. Yeah, the bits. Sonic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, one. Yeah. I know about the Insana keyboard. Uh, one of my friends has one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, because it's, um, I forget what's so special about it. But, yeah, it's, I think it's just, like, the way that they were able to chop with that keyboard. I think it's, like, 64 samples or something like that. Or? Yeah, something crazy. But, yeah, it's, like, it's, yeah. 
Except I don't like I don't I don't really sample much for my own production. Right, right. I do it more so like you know just for content. Play around, yeah. Yeah, and then I, I might have a, because you know it's just that you know you got to clear that sample. Yeah, yeah. You don't got to clear, especially so as an indie artist, it doesn't really like you know what I mean. Unless like if I do it, I might do it for like one or two songs. I'm gonna make sure that song is like a single. And that shit's got a hit, mm-hmm. and no one's ever really gonna sue you unless the song is making money. Yeah, yeah. So like you know, if you're not, you know, if the if you put the song out and it it, it didn't hit like that, you ain't gotta worry about random old artists suing you because they ain't gonna get no money out of this shit. You know. Yeah. Now if they see you out here making waves and oh this motherfucker made a million dollars, I want I want some of that too. But I I think I think I would do it. If if I knew I could have a bona fide hit with a song that has a sample and that's based off a sample, like if I knew I could probably get like a million dollars off this shit, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna spend any money because I know I'm gonna get sued eventually. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're gonna come for like ninety percent of that shit. Yeah. But I already made myself I made myself known off of it. Mm-hmm. You know exactly. what I mean? So I mean it's all about it's all about risk. My ass cheeks, pale, ghostly, like I co starred in like a hotel Transylvania or something like that too, but then all hair. So I'm like vampire and werewolf, like left cheek vampire, right cheek werewolf. You know, we're both looking off into the moon. We we look like we belong in cages, my ass cheeks at least. So I'm sorry about that. Shout out to all those with hairy, pale, you know, gothic looking ass cheeks. Just take a look at me. I'm lacking melanin. I'm lacking color. The The, the sun has not hit me with its D, vitamin D that is. So, because it's all about you, this episode, the song coming up soon enough, and the march, like you said, or whenever you're comfortable putting it out. Mm-hmm. I, I trust you now, know, getting to know you better now in person, everything you talked about with us too at this point. Yeah. I'm sure it'll hit. I'm sure you haven't heard it yet, obviously, out there watching, listening. Right not, now. Yet, not yet, not yet. Soon, 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 soon enough. But then come back to this once you do, so you know that he deserves to have this all about him, all about you, this episode, <laughs> everything, because, you know, we need to sing his praises, the single soon too. I'm sure. Even if your son doesn't appreciate the sounds now because he's young, you mm-hmm. know, forgive him. He might at least tap his toe or like you know, bang the pans at least in rhythm to the song. Hopefully, oh yeah, right? for sure. Nah, um, he's yeah, he's heard the song. Like he's been in the room hanging out with me when I've been when I was producing it. Hmm. So like, I just how I gauge off what he likes. He if he, if he doesn't leave the room, then I got something good going on. Because sometimes I play some some I've played some songs and he's left the room. You know, and he's like, ah, I got something else better to do. I don't want to be around this type of sound, you know. So, but he hasn't left the room. For he hasn't all left about the you. room, even even while I was producing it. Like, you know what I mean? I'm going through like different sound selections, and no, nah, he stayed in the room. He stuck around. So, okay, you know what I mean? So, you know, I I'm successful in his <laughs> eyes. So then, I wanted to bring this up with you. I thought it was a funny story, at least, all right. because it's not. All about this, per- well, this not person, this animal, at least in this case. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you read the story about Frank the Tank, the bear out in California. No, no, no. He was being, <laughs> this is silly, but it, thank God it's not all about him or it wasn't him. It was cleared of it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> now, now, now listen to this shit. Frank the Tank is a bear, a big brown bear. Right? Mm-hmm. But big as in fat. Okay. You know, because on Instagram, you can't call no one fat anymore without getting marked as spam. For sure, for sure. But he's so fat. He's like 500-something pounds. Like He's like a round circle. He's so big. He's Jesus. dubbed Frank the Tank because he's been known to interact too often with humans, right? Like, mm-hmm. go to the backyard. Oh, wait, wait. Is this the pitch? Is this the video of the bear like he's walking by or something like that? Yeah. I've seen, I seen, like, he was, he's walking on his, like, his, uh, his two feet, right? No, no, no. This is the oh, big some, fat okay. one. All right, because I seen a I seen a reel with a bear walking around. I was like, yeah, fuck that shit. No, 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 not that one. All right. <laughs> no, that's another one. This one is good old-fashioned Frank the Tank. is a really big, fat bear. Okay. Making the rounds in this town, but they were going to put him down because supposedly he's been, like, breaking into, like, 20-something homes with oh, people man. inside because he got too comfortable. Yeah, until Until someone was smart enough or had that much free time to do DNA testing on the bear. To be like, hmm, is it really Frank the Tank or does he have a doppelganger? Someone else trying to pin him for the crime. <laughs> and guess what? It wasn't him. That's insane. It's a female bear who was almost just as fat as he was, but just because she was brown too, mm-hmm. they stereotyped him. Damn. And made it seem like it's Frank. He's dealing with it. No, he proved DNA this person. It's not Frank. It's his other fat bitch damn. breaking into homes like that. And it was a, and a damn. And now he's free. So shout out to Frank. The That's tank crazy. <laughs> 
That's crazy. We made it to the time where, where we exist. <laughs> where even bears need to be freed up via DNA evidence. <laughs> yeah, we're living in the worst of times. <laughs> Definitely living in the worst of times. That's hilarious. But imagine he he was doing that when he was just not as crazy as she was. Yeah. But just to feed her, so all about you. Like, yeah. In bear language. It's like, all about wow. her. He's just trying to feed her. <laughs> trying to feed his woman. His lady bear, yeah. His lady bear. <laughs> but I did want to touch on one last thing before we let you go today. You know, thanks again for spending oh, no time problem, out here man. coming through. And, um, you know, definitely keep me posted as soon as a single drops. I'll for promote sure, for sure. proudly, you know, make the rounds and all that too. Thank you, thank you. But I did want to go back to your IG bio, which, by the way, on Instagram, you can follow him, uh, backslash just Sinchi. Yeah, yeah. But it's spelled... J-U-S-T-C-Y-N-T-J-E. Yes, sir. So yes, sir. we're clear on that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting dyslexic looking at it. No offense, <laughs> but it's okay. Yeah, a lot of, you know. That's that, the government that, name. Listen, listen. That's what, the sometimes why, man. <laughs> sometimes why is a, is a vow, you know. Sometimes why. But it does say in your bio, quote, excellence is not a skill. It's an attitude. Yeah. Do you live by that? Hell yeah. Can? Hell yeah. You got to live it, man. You know, it's, you know, you worried about, like, let me see. The smartest kid in the class isn't always the most successful one. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, and there's a reason for that. You know, it's because, you don't. you know, you could be the valedictorian all you want, like, but you ever go back in life and, you, like, you see later on in life, sometimes those people don't always become the most successful person. No. You know? Sometimes it's the kid who probably wasn't the um, the smartest person in the class, you know. Like, so just excellence is an attitude, man. Yeah. Like, if you want to be, if you if you're gonna be excellent, you gotta you gotta act like you're excellent. Yeah. Yeah. I just wish in school they'd start teaching. I mean, nowadays it's been long enough proven where like uh, there's the memes now. Like, oh, how am I gonna learn? Once I'm done with school, how to get a job. But then they want you to memorize this whole formula with A equals X <laughs> yeah. minus two and all that. But it makes sense. You know, why not? Like they've been trying to do for the longest time, but there's never a budget per se. You know, put more into the arts program. Put more yeah. into like the computer programs now because we need more of those. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take some out of the math. You know, we need the hackers to hack the hackers that bring into our systems too. Exactly. You, know, you hack me, I'll hack you back. Whatever, something like there that. There you go. <laughs> yeah, nah, man. You know, I'm not saying fully take money out of math, but at some point, math is math to the average person is, is really obsolete. What do you need taxes? Math for taxes? I mean, unless you That's become it. a math teacher. Even then. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Unless you're becoming a math teacher, I, a lot of a lot of math that you learn in school is really. Yeah. I've never used most of the math that I, and I was really good at math. I don't remember any of that shit anymore because it's fucking useless. It's useless. So like, I really deem a lot of what I learned in school mad useless. I've wasted years. Yeah. You know, you, know, you got to learn the basics. You know, but after that, like, listen, take it from me. I did the fucking math A regions, not mm -hmm. even the B, the math A regions seven times before I passed it. Yeah, I took the B. I passed the B, so I got I got an advanced regents diploma. That that shit. Oh, no, no, the, no job has ever asked me. <laughs> Where's that special stamp of your diploma? Says yeah, yeah, boy. yeah. And it, I, that's the funny thing about it. It's just a little. It's the tiniest thing on your diploma. Oh, that's it. It's not yeah, even like it's, a big it's, thing. It's like all right. So you get a regents diploma, which is a different diploma, and then they put like a sticker on it that said advanced regents, and that's it. Oh. That's 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 what I was going to school going so hard for. Bro, that's it, the one I missed. I had every other one like 80, 90 something. That's the one I kept getting 32, 17, 15. Yeah, no, nah, I took I took that math B regions twice. The first time I think I got like a uh, cuz what was the passing on that shit? Was it 55 back then? Yeah, so I probably got like a little bit underneath it or and something. And they would like curve that. you if you remember. Hmm? And they would curve you. They did? I yeah, don't even remember like that. If you were like three, four points from the passing, they would just curve you up. Oh, nah. I didn't, cause I was, I missed it by a couple points. So I guess maybe I missed it by more. And they still couldn't pass it the first time. I studied mad hard for that shit. And I remember like, only thing I remember at my high school um, graduation was I, I got to wear like this sash. Cause it was only, <laughs> the reason why, because so my high school was originally a, uh, it was one of those special schools where they sent people who, um, those you know, like the students that weren't passing to other schools or just didn't go to school often. I forget what type of school they used to call that. But 
they were transitioning out of that, out of being that type of school when I, um, when I was a freshman. So like, my class was like one of the first classes of like real actual students. Oh, so like, when I started okay. high school, there was like twenty year olds in my fucking science class. Like, <laughs> like they were twenty. Like I remember some big motherfuckers in there. And like, this is before my growth spurt. Like I was really short. Like I was like five five. And then I was seeing this big motherfucker was like six eight and with a beard in the classroom. And I'm just like, oh, he. I'm gonna get yeah, fucking robbed. You, hurry up, I gotta fill the meter. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna get fucking robbed after school today. You know? So, uh, yeah. So, like, for us, so, like, they made, in my high school, they made it a big deal for us to try to get this advanced regents diploma because nobody had ever done it. And oh, okay. So, it was, and it wasn't even that many of us who even got it. It was, like, it was me and, like, two other guys. And, wait, wait, let me go back to that. And neither was... And the valedictorian nor the salutatorian got it. So, oh, excellence, <laughs> excellence, <laughs> excellence. <laughs> it's an attitude. Goddamn. You know what I mean? See, you can't be perfect. Even yeah. valedictorians fuck up. Yeah, exactly. And where do they end up? Fucking picking their noses at like a desk job. No I, one wants anyway. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Awesome. But it's just Sinche. Yeah, yeah. Sinche. Sorry. Senchi. Senchi. Yeah. I take Senchi too. It just, it just sounds kind of cool. Might change that. Might have to do this whole thing over. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, thank you again for coming through. I really appreciate it. Oh, no problem, the time man. Spent. No problem. You know, uh, feel free to come back whenever you want to. Oh, for sure. I'm coming back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> definitely open door policy for you. But right, yeah, right. definitely when you got the single out, you know, let me know. I'll be more than proud to promote. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah. Do what I can. And, thank you, know, you, thank you, thank you kindly. Be in touch, check out the single All About You when it comes out. Yes, when yes. he says so. Yeah, when I, when I say so. When I say so. <laughs> you know, you come in, you take your shoes off, he'll tell you when dinner's ready. Yeah. Not till then. Till then you watch TV and shut the fuck up. Yeah, know? but it's still all about you, though. All about you. Still yeah. all about you. Just for you. <laughs> thank you, brother. Appreciate all right, it. man. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Yo, it's over. All right, it's over. It's over. Move the mic. Move the mic. Thank you. All right.